Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. A little more than a year ago, our guest was elected as MLA for Parksville Qualicum, making the move from town councillor to provincial politics. Here to look back at his first year on the job and tell us what's to come, welcome Adam Walker. Good morning, Philip. As mentioned, it's been a little more than a year since you were elected as MLA. What would you say is the biggest difference between municipal and provincial politics? When I was first elected to council in Qualicum Beach, the thing that impressed me most in the community was just how passionate and committed all of our residents were for Qualicum Beach. We see the same thing at a provincial level, whether it's the environment or affordable housing or, or now with supply chains. The breadth of knowledge that we had with people in our community is, is really an untapped resource and many people are willing to step up and help in any way they possibly can. I think the biggest difference between uh, municipal and provincial level is at a municipal level, we're really looking within the lines of our municipal boundary or town boundary and looking at our problems or solutions or opportunities through that lens. And at a provincial level, it's more about regional cooperation and, and looking things a little more holistically. On the environment, for example, at a local government level, we'd be looking at uh, enhancing our parks or, or planting more trees. And at a provincial level, we have to look at things at a much larger lens and, uh, and trying to find those solutions that can be done at a policy level in collaboration with other forms of government and different stakeholders. So it's, it's very similar in many ways, but uh, as far as our values go, but as far as the approach, it's definitely a lot larger. I guess the other thing is at a local government level, I tried as best I could to be as accessible to the community and represented about 9,000 people. And provincially now, I represent about 50,000 people. So you can imagine, you know, enhancing that, uh, that level of communication uh, at a much broader level is a serious commitment, but it's one that I, I am rising to that challenge and, and meeting that as best as I can. And so are our staff through the office. So it's a bit more work, but it, the values at a local government and a provincial level are, are very much the same. How steep was the learning curve? And do you think you've settled in comfortably at this point? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a, a steep learning curve. I mean, there's lots to learn, and I'm always learning every day and trying to improve. But I came into, after the election, a team of people who were there to support me. And we have colleagues all over the province from all walks of life. And anytime I have any issues at all, I, I'm just a phone call away from being able to get support from people who have my back. We've obviously seen some challenges, you know, COVID and the opiate crisis, and then forest fires and the heat dome and now floods and supply chains, and those have real impacts on people in our community. But the support that I've seen throughout this entire process has really made it easier for me to get to the ground running and, and start helping people in our own community. You recently announced that work is underway on a new housing development in Parksville that will provide 87 affordable rental homes for families, seniors, and people living with disabilities with moderate and low incomes. How important is the issue of affordable housing to you personally? It's hugely important. I mean, as we work with constituents, it is probably one of the most topical items that comes up through our office. And if you look at the housing that's being offered through uh, Nanaimo Affordable Housing Society in Parksville with this project, it's 87 units of predominantly seniors housing. 
And that is for people in our community who have lived here for a long time. They've contributed to our service groups and volunteered, and now they find themselves priced out of the housing market. Uh, everyone in our community deserves to have a place to call home. And this is just one of many projects that we've funded throughout the community. In Qualicum, we've got a 56-unit project that is specifically for families and people with disabilities, and uh, that's in partnership with Kiwanis. And we've got projects going forward in Nanaimo. And it, it's a commitment that we've made to try to make sure that people have access to the housing that they need at every level that we can. So at a policy level, we've done what we can to challenge uh, landlords who are through renovation or other means trying to evict tenants and uh, ensuring that people are able to stay in their homes without the risk of being evicted. And uh, at a local level, we've tried through our office to support local governments as well in making good decisions. Uh, This summer, we hosted a forum where we invited all uh, local elected representatives and First Nations elected representatives to join together to have a half-day session where we discussed housing affordability, but also environmental issues that are impactful to our community. So it's an approach that we've done in partnership with as many people as we can. We've made great progress, but there's still a lot of work to do. The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com. How much time have you managed to spend in Victoria, and is that time affected by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic? Everything is obviously affected by the COVID pandemic. We sit about half of the year. And so what it usually looks like for me and my family is I'll leave on a Sunday afternoon, uh, usually just before or after dinner. And I don't get back till Thursday after the kids are in bed. The COVID pandemic, we've learned throughout it how to adapt to the needs of keeping social distance, physical distance and meeting these safety protocols. And it's actually in some ways really improved my ability to be able to reach out to constituents. So even though I'm in Victoria half of the year, I'm able to have Zoom calls during my lunch break or in evenings to connect with people back in the community to make sure that they have access to, uh, to government directly. And it, it's something that we're going to continue to improve as we go, but it's, it's certainly impacted all of our lives in a tremendous way. Speaking of your constituents, what would you say has been the primary concern or concerns that they've shared with you so far? We all, in many ways, share the same values. While we may differ on certain things, it's the same concerns I hear from everyone in our community. If it's three issues, it's housing affordability, access to primary care, and the environment. On the housing affordability, as we talked before, we're trying to meet that challenge by creating a a full spectrum of housing in our community so that no one's left behind. On primary care, working with the Division of Family Practice. In Parksville Qualicum, we've seen four new doctors come to the community and help alleviate the need for access to primary care, but obviously there's still more work that needs to be done. And on the environment, we're through a provincial lens, but also working with local governments, tackling not just climate change, but the way we manage our lands and our nature to be in the best interest of future generations. What's been the most pleasant surprise for you so far, and have there been any disappointments? The most pleasant surprise is probably the same thing I experienced at a, at a local government level, is just how passionate and committed the people of our community are to helping make the lives of everyone here better. They're willing to volunteer their time, to share their opinions, and to really be a part of the process. I think uh, the biggest surprise at a provincial level is how nonpartisan between elections people who 
Uh, we know we differ on certain views, but we find those values that we agree on and we work together to uh, to try to really do what we can to make life better here in Parks Qualicum. The biggest disappointment probably so far is being away from my family. Spending time in Victoria and having long days and meetings has been a real challenge as we try to balance that work-life balance. We've had some wild weather recently with floods affecting many BC communities. How important is preparedness for both the citizens and the government? It's incredibly important, and and it's not just through the floods. We've seen this through our entire term, and especially over the last year with the heat dome and forest fires. The preparedness that we do at a provincial level in partnership with local government behind the scenes is there to protect the people of our communities, and we don't really recognize as well as we could the good work that's going on behind the scenes that's that's mitigating and, and preventing a lot of these events that we've seen. That's everything from search and rescue or volunteer fire departments, emergency management BC. There's incredible partnerships that are taking place at all levels of government. And as we see with once in a hundred year or once in 500 year events, the importance of having these partnerships ready to go is incredibly important. We all experienced the sinkhole in Lanceville, limiting our access from Nanaimo to Parksville. And to see how quickly they responded to that, the subcontractors, the contractors, and all of the crews on the road, they were able to keep us moving, keep us safe, and to remedy those issues right here in our community. Those same stories are happening all across the province. It's through the work that happens between these events that means that we can be as prepared as we can for it. So yeah, it's incredibly important that we are doing everything we can to meet these challenges ahead of time. Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. Do you keep an eye on what's happening with your former council colleagues in Qualicum Beach? Always watching what's going on in town of Qualicum. I absolutely loved my time in that role. But of course, it's about working with local governments in all of the constituency. Uh, That's the town of Qualicum, the city of Parksville, the district of Lanceville, the city of Nanaimo, and of course, our First Nation elected governments. Uh, So watching very closely what happens in all of our communities, always just a phone call away from the mayors or, or elected chiefs in any of these local governments and First Nations governments and working as collaboratively as I can to make sure that we make life better for the people in our community. You've got one year behind you. What are some of your goals for the coming year, both personally and professionally? Professionally, we started with a new office. We've got new staff and it's been a real learning experience as we got up to speed and we've made some incredible connections and seen some good work happen in our community. Professionally, obviously wanting to expand on that success, building relationships with more key stakeholders in our community and really doing everything we can through our office to try to make improvements to the lives of people in our community. Personally, I think comes back to what we talked about before is that work-life balance. Can you remind everyone what's the best way to reach you? Definitely. So through our email is adam.walker.mla at ledge.bc.ca. Our phone number is 250-248-2625. Our office is open from 8.30 to 4.30, Monday to Friday, downtown Qualicum Beach. And of course, you can always stop in and say hi. And if I'm around, I'd be happy to meet with you. Tell us one thing we don't know about the legislature building in Victoria. I was fortunate to be able to, on my birthday, was invited to the top of the cupola, at the top of the building there, and a security guard brought me through up. There's the gallery where the public is able to watch our question period and other events, and there's a, a little door there that you can go up through a series of stairwells that look sort of like a medieval castle. 
when you're up just underneath the statue of Captain Vancouver, uh, you can see some amazing skylines of all of downtown Victoria. And that was the real memorable experience for me as getting better acquainted with that building. And to wrap things up on a bit of a lighter note, what's the best Christmas slash holiday present that you've ever received? Every holiday, the most memorable gift is really just spending time with loved ones and family. And that's what I'm looking forward to doing this holiday. And I hope that uh, all of your readers and listeners are able to do the same as well. Adam, thanks so much for joining us again. Absolute pleasure. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. From hidden local hotspots to outrageous wildlife rescues and trend-setting hotels, westcoasttraveler.com shares the latest travel news from your local community and beyond. Travel the spectacular west coast of the U.S. and Canada without leaving your armchair and start taking notes for your next adventure. Make your next vacation or staycation the best it can be. Visit westcoasttraveler.com.